Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast, a portal of thought leaders from around the world supporting and bridging a new paradigm of guidance, support, and practical embodiment tools to bridge the primal, the holy, and the cosmic to radically revolutionize reality. Blessings. Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast. My name is Madeline Love and this is episode 10. Coming to share with you today the Gene Key influence that we are under from September 21st to September 26th. This is a Gene Key that is associated with love and the shadow is seriousness The gift is delight, and the city is ecstasy. The science of luck, the rainmaker, the 46th shadow, seriousness. Sometimes the best way to describe something is through a story. In fact, this isn't so much a story as a description of an ancient archetype. It centers on a rainmaker, a sorcerer whose unique gift is to influence local weather patterns and cause rainfall through magical means. In ancient times, and still in many places today, where a region was experiencing an extended drought, the locals would send for the rainmaker. In our story, the rainmaker is a little old man, and when he arrives in the village, he is offered anything he needs. After all, the future lives of the villagers and their families depend on his success. Without rain, the crops will not grow, and there will be nothing to eat. However, the rainmaker says that all he needs is a hut to sleep in and to be left alone for a few days. Knowing well that his every move is being watched by the curious villagers, the old man begins setting up his paraphernalia, whatever it may be, perhaps some strange-looking device or a series of offerings to the appropriate gods. Some rainmakers just disappear into their hut and wait, appearing to do absolutely nothing. After a few days, if the rainmaker is genuine, it will begin to rain. The villagers heap praise upon him and his magical powers. His reputation grows because wherever he goes, he appears to make it rain. However, despite his far-reaching fame, our rainmaker has a great secret known only to himself. He knows that in truth he has no special powers over the weather. His secret is that he has discovered his true purpose in life. He is a rainmaker, and wherever he goes, it happens to rain. He doesn't make it rain. He is simply attuned to the places where it is about to rain. This is why he doesn't have to do anything other than show up wherever he feels like going. This simple story encapsulates all that is wonderful about the 46th gene key and also contains the quintessence of the true meaning of this whole work. Hidden inside your DNA lies your higher life purpose, and when you find that higher purpose, everything is laid out for you by the spirit of divine grace. The shadow archetype of the 46th gene key is seriousness. Seriousness is the most widespread of all diseases on our planet and is a primary cause of much ill fortune. 
When you live your life from the shadow, you carry a black cloud above your head wherever you go. It always seems to rain when you don't want it because you are out of synchronization with the whole. You create obstacles for yourself when you become too focused either on the future or on the past. Seriousness is about worrying or expecting or wishing life to be other than it is right now. Seriousness takes you away from life and love and into issues of control and separation. The 46th gene key governs your relationship to your physical body. It is the part of the codon group known as the ring of matter, which programs the developmental process of incarnation from the point of conception to the age of 21. Specifically, the 46 gene key relates to your first seven-year cycle in which all your shadow patterns are hot-wired into your physical structure, your posture, your breathing patterns, and your relationship to the physical world through touch. It takes a child seven years to fully incarnate on the physical plane. Certain genes are switched on and other genes are switched off during this period. Thus, all the future patterns of your physical health are laid down in your early years. Regardless of your physical circumstances during this period, your future life is fashioned out of the frequency field of those around you and how they deal with life. The greatest gift anyone can give a child is a loving, tactile, and virtuous upbringing. This puts a huge responsibility on parents because it is the parents, custodians, or teachers who create the living aura into which the child incarnates. When the child learns through their physical aura that life is safe and loving, their body relaxes into its natural internal harmony. What many people don't realize is that the body must feel safe, not the mind. Almost all human health problems can be traced back to this primary period of imprinting. If you have an ongoing health issue, then at some point in your first seven years of your body stopped feeling safe and somewhere inside your DNA, a gene or set of genes was either switched on or off. It is this early psychological wiring which feeds the 46th shadow of seriousness. When parents are unable to trust in themselves, they become too serious about life and they transmit this frequency into the aura of the child. Just as the 46th city allows you to enter into the field of ecstasy, so the 46th shadow demands that you live in the field of agony. At low frequencies, you live as though you were submerged in matter, unable to access the joys and beauties of the spirit. Living without knowledge or memory of the love of the higher planes means that you can only take life too seriously. There are even those who take the spiritual path too seriously, and no matter how impressive their achievements, you can see from their faces that they lack true radiance that comes from living a lighter, more carefree life. As we have seen, the 46th shadow programs the way your body feels through the way your parents felt about their bodies. Unless your parents were firmly anchored in the spirit of self-love, they could not help but transfer their seriousness onto you as a child. Parenting at a low frequency always involves conditioning through control, whether conscious or unconscious. We want our children to be happy, but we do not know how to be happy ourselves. 
In fact, the freedom and spontaneity of our children is a constant reminder of the depth of our own conditioning and unhappiness. This is one reason why modern parents find it so hard to be parents. They have forgotten how to be happy deep within their bodies. In truth, they have forgotten how to play. The formula for a wonderful life is so simple. Tread lightly and don't worry so much. Life will take you where it wants you to go. But we humans tend to live in our minds rather than each present moment, and our minds always live within time. We are genetically coded to be over-serious because of the pairing of the 46th shadow with the 25th shadow of constriction, whose repressive expression is ignorance. Ignorance is not bliss, as the saying goes. We only display ignorance when we are too serious about our lives. We do not trust life, but try to take conscious control of the events that happen to us. It is our ignorance of how easy life really is that prevents us from enjoying the fruits of the 46th gift, which, as we will learn, are manifold. And the repressive nature of seriousness is frigid. All repressive natures are, in one sense or another, frozen. Frigidity is here used not so much in the sexual sense, but in a much broader context to describe the freezing of one's sensuality. These people hide from life out of fear of their own bodies. If you do not like your body, your vital energy turns sour. Such people lose touch with the juiciness of life. You can see this reflected in their lifestyle, clothes, and particularly in their faces, which manifest their fear through a permanently pinched expression. When such people begin to enjoy the beauty of being in their body rather than worrying about what they look like, they release the inner warmth buried deep within their whole being begins to thaw. And the reactive nature to seriousness is frivolous. Frivolity is an overreaction to seriousness. These people pretend to really enjoy life, and from the outside, they appear to take nothing seriously. However, if you scratch the surface of such a person, you will soon find that they are, in fact, highly emotionally reactive and harbor a huge amount of anger. This anger will explode sooner or later because these people have an investment in being seen as light-hearted, laid-back, and jovial. When the facade is broken, usually when someone is honest with them, they reveal how deadly seriously they actually take life. As a pattern, frivolousness runs away from the truth, and such people usually reflect this in their relationships, which are generally short-lived and numerous. Invitation to... Let's take a deep breath into the belly. And just notice how your body is feeling, receiving this transmission of the shadow of seriousness. Notice where different pings came up for you in hearing this. Be in contemplation of how the shadow frequency shows up for you 
either repressing it and becoming frigid or reacting and becoming frivolous. And as we acknowledge and integrate this shadow frequency, we unlock the gift of delight. The ring of no matter. To escape the low frequency of seriousness, it takes a single simple quality, acceptance. Acceptance, the 25th gift, is the programming partner of the 46th gift of delight. These two gifts grow out of each other. In order to accept something about yourself, you first have to come out of your ignorance and own it. Acceptance equals ownership, which leads to delight. Delight is the sense of freedom that emerges from an appreciation of the richness of being alive. This gift is about feeling alive within the realm of matter. It is funny that our English word for matter is tied into the expression, it matters or it doesn't matter, because this is exactly what the gift of delight is based on, an inherent understanding that nothing really matters except life and love. Therefore, at a higher frequency, the codon ring of matter might also be known as the ring of no matter. At higher frequencies, your attitude becomes much lighter as you go through life. No matter what your circumstances, you can accept and recognize them as a part of grace. In other words, when you're being shown something in your life, once you have seen it and let it go, you have more energy available for being delighted. Understanding this gene key is pivotal to your understanding the core of the 64 gene keys themselves. You must approach this transmission lightly allowing it to wheedle its magic way into the labyrinth of your DNA. If you take it less than seriously and remain open-hearted and open-minded, you may experience the delight for yourself as it spreads further and deeper into your life. Each of the 64 gifts represents a different kind of genius, and people with the 46th gift in their hologenetic profile move through the world incredibly smoothly, they seem to have a genius for being in the right place at the right time, and others often see them as lucky. However, very few people really understand what luck is. As with the Rainmaker in our earlier story, luck is what happens when you stop interfering with life. Luck is nature's way of telling you that you are in harmony with the whole. The 46th gift is also the gift of serendipity, of allowing good fortune to occur to you, and yet it can only happen when your attitude becomes lighter and less grasping. When you meet a person whose frequency has risen to the level of their gift, there's always something striking about them. In the case of the 46th gift, they have an unusual ability to let go of the past and surf the present moment. These are the kind of people who never have any worries in life, and this creates a tangible magnetic draw to them. They are mysteriously attractive on a deeply physical level, as though life itself is somehow more amplified within them. Above all, they are soft and sensuous. The energy of delight is rooted in a deep sensuousness that comes from being very comfortable in their bodies. This being comfortable has nothing whatsoever to do with how they look, 
They could be fat, thin, ugly, or beautiful. It comes from loving life more than anything else in the world. The 46 gene key also contains within it the germ of material success and failure. This much sought after secret is founded upon the principle of synchronicity, the law that binds together all free moving objects in space and time. By free moving, what is meant here is self-accepting. When you move through life freely with an attitude of delight and openness, whatever happens is correct. Whether you can see why it is so in the moment is not important. Success is only clearly understood in hindsight. If your attitude remains open and accepting, you will see that the universe is at work in you. Say, for example, you train for half of your life to win a gold medal in the Olympics, only to fall ill the day before you were due to complete. You fall in love with the nurse at the hospital, get married, and live happily ever after. The point is that if you hadn't missed your gold medal, you might have not seen the real purpose of your life. At the gift level, you will rethink all standard definitions of success and failure. Synchronicity is an energy field available to absolutely anyone, whether they have the 46 gene key in their profile or not. The only prerequisite for tapping into the synchronicity is delight. In other words, you must remain open to surprises, let go of where you want life to take you, and trust in a force beyond your control. Delight invokes grace. This is about enjoying the ride. This doesn't mean that you should have no goals in life or that you have to end up being some kind of aimless drifter. It means you hold your goals so lightly that they can be dropped if necessary at any point. To have your dreams come true in life, you have only to remember this one thing. Stop being so serious. <laughs> Invitation for another breath. Settle and digest this gift of delight. Just feel what that feels like in the body. And as we fully integrate the shadow and fully activate this gift of delight within ourselves, we unlock the city of ecstasy, the orgasmic inner world. The 46th city is one of those cities that really is challenging to put into words. Ecstasy is not a word that most people consider when they think of themselves and their own lives. And yet it is the block at the mental level that keeps you at a frequency far from ecstasy. That is the trick with these words for the cities. If you can open your heart to receive the frequencies they represent, the frequencies begin to seek you out. Siddic states are all a matter of magnetism. You have to expand yourself far enough to become one pole of the energy field, to be the negative pole or the attractor. This is exactly what we humans are, receiving dishes for universal frequencies. If you can expand your consciousness far enough, then the highest frequencies actually descend into you. Ecstasy is the highest frequency of the 46 gene key, and it occurs only through the heart. It is, in fact, the true nature of humanity. 
at this level of consciousness, which is really beyond all levels, the ecstatic realization of your true nature is so strong that it silences your mind the moment it is no longer needed. You may think it is impossible for a normal person to live in a state of ecstasy and function in the world. Not true at all. Ecstasy is your state wherever your mind comes in to complete rest. In other words, as soon as your mind is required in the world, the ecstatic state fades into the background and your activity moves to the foreground. Then, as soon as your activity is complete, the ecstatic state returns. In this state, your mind is as silent as your life path dictates. People who manifest the city cannot go unnoticed in the world. There are cities that can be hidden from most people's awareness, but the 46th city is not among them. The jacuzzi of love that swirls around these people is so tangible that it can even be felt by the people of the densest frequency. If you are highly developed in your own frequency, you can physically feel such a person's aura from miles away. People who manifested this ecstatic city in the past have left its imprints in the place where they lived, even though they may have passed away hundreds or thousands of years ago. It is not that this 46th city is any more powerful than any other city, because in essence they are all the same, but that this manifestation of divine consciousness lies so close to the physical realm and emerges so strongly through the physical body. The purpose of the ring of matter is to be penetrated completely by the spirit. When this occurs, ecstasy is the organic result. Children who are brought into this world surrounded by the energy of delight are children who need never leave the state of ecstasy. Ecstasy also comes in waves, in orgasms that travel through the noosphere of universal quantum field in which we live. The more people who experience such orgasmic energy coursing through their higher bodies, the more our planet will be transformed. One day, very soon, entire communities around the world will experience group awakenings in this orgasmic way. The orgasmic energy will actually pass like a wave through fractal lines of humanity. There is actually no work more important on this earth than play. When we become truly playful, we reshape the nature of our collective reality. This is the great truth of the 46th city and its vast importance to today, mo today's modern over-serious world. Only ecstasy can silence the mind. Only ecstasy can solve the problems of the world. Only ecstasy can lead the world peace and universal love. Those who have allowed themselves to be overcome by the 46th city are so overflowing with their own ecstasy that they rarely have been able to find words for their experience. Those who have found words have nearly always spoken in poetry, which is the language of love. Such men and women, the ecstatics, have not always found it necessary to remove themselves from the world, but have found their love within the world of ordinary life. The 46th city reveals in the experience of the marketplace, the family and the ordinariness of the world. These people do not really care what happens to them because the heart makes none of the distinctions that the mind makes. Like a swallow darting about the skies, the heart swoops down upon life, 
playing and delighting with every waking moment and experimenting with every conceivable experience it can find. The heart doesn't care a tick about success or failure, past or future, life or death. It knows only that it is alive and beating right now, and that realization floods the being with the sweet liquid wine of ecstasy. Your ability to attune to the ecstatic nature of your body depends upon your ability to let go of your mind and open your heart. It depends upon how grateful you feel towards existence for giving you this body and the experience of being alive. If you have felt this ecstatic feeling even once in your life, then you can recreate it. And even if you haven't felt it, you can open yourself to it. It lies within you right now at the exact moment of you reading this. It will always remain with you, waiting quietly within the very ventricles of your physical heart. All you have to do is invite it back into your life. Hmm. <laughs> Another invitation for a breath into the belly. Allowing this city of ecstasy to settle into the memory, into the sacred waters of your being. This ecstatic, orgasmic life that we live. Realizing this through our ability to remain delighted by life. To let go of our seriousness. To merge into play that that inner child inside of us that is innocent that loves pleasure that's here to play and enjoy life being in a body thank you for listening thank you for supporting this love cast and Thank you for the love in your heart that you share in the world and your magic and your medicine that you be. Many blessings. Thank you deeply to all of our supporters for making this love cast possible during such potent times for humanity.